so let me do this now alhamdulillah uh, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah abad fasting as i mentioned in my sermon the purpose of fasting is to make one god conscious which we call in islam we call it taqwa which is god consciousness now why does fasting make you god conscious why not something else the reason is that fasting is something which is a secret between you and god whether i am fasting now or not you do not know unless of course you offer me something to eat and i say i'm sorry i'm fasting but other than that you cannot know whether i'm fasting or not number 1 number 2 there is no control on me and no external control on me if i want to go eat i can eat i mean if i'm fasting i may be fasting but i see you know a fantastic cheesecake or something and i decide i'm not fasting i mean <laughs> so i can do that right nobody can stop me so why am i stopping myself because i'm fasting for the pleasure of god for the pleasure of allah and i say well i can hide from the whole world but i, I cannot hide from him because he sees and i'm doing it for his pleasure so i will not eat so this is a direct connection between the individual the person the man or woman and god himself and that is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said as-sawmu li wa ana ajzi bi he said the fast is for me and i will reward it now in the, in our context there are rewards individual rewards for different kinds of good deeds but for the fast there is no quantum of reward that is mentioned it just says god says i will reward it how much in keeping with his majesty and grace so fasting is a very important um ibadah means important act of worship second point i want to make is the purpose of worship of any worship is not the worship itself we don't pray for the sake of prayer we don't fast for the sake of fasting we don't give charity for the sake of giving charity the purpose of all worship all acts of worship is only one and that is to connect with god closeness to allah closeness to god the the more we worship we get close to god therefore the issue of worship is that if i'm worshiping for example and i am for example if i'm reciting quran and in my heart is you know what all these people should love that recitation and i hope all of them are going to clap at the end of that and i hope all of them uh, all of them are going to say oh how wonderful that was then as far as i am concerned that worship is completely and totally worthless it is not accepted because i was doing it for the pleasure of the audience to get praise from the audience not for the pleasure of god now that that is the reason why the worship is not for what the worship is to get close to god that's why the most important thing in worship is sincerity which again is a matter of the heart how sincere somebody is nobody else can know right nobody else can know a person who is insincere is not going to say you know what everybody i'm going to be very insincere now no i mean <laughs> if i'm insincere it's my heart i'm doing it to show other people and the in islam this is considered idolatry of a kind because you are joining the pleasure of somebody else with the pleasure of god and this is like idolatry we call it shirk <laughs> joining with uh, with god in his uh, attribute of of mercy and and forgiveness so therefore the fasting is to get close to allah to get close to god and it is a secret between you and your lord and he will reward you in keeping with his majesty and grace um ramadan is the f- is the ninth month of the of the lunar calendar we work by the lunar calendar 
uh, all months we start counting from the time we see the moon, the new moon, and we, uh, we, we close the month when the new moon of the second month uh, or the following month starts. Uh, this month, this uh, time Ramadan will probably start on Thursday. I'm saying probably because it depends on the sighting of the moon. Uh, if the moon is, should be sighted on Wednesday, which would be the 29th of the last month, uh, of this month. So if that happens, then the first fast will be on Thursday. Otherwise, the first one would be on Friday, depending on the sighting of the moon. The fasting itself is from just before dawn to dusk, to sunset. Uh, we don't eat, we don't drink, and we do not have uh, physical relations with our spouses. These three things are prohibited. Uh, interesting thing is, again, all these three things in the normal state are permitted. Uh, you are permitted to eat good food, which is halal, which is uh, permissible food and drink and so on. Uh, but in the time of period of fasting, you stop yourself from that. It is prohibited. And somebody says, why is it prohibited? It's not because... I want to, I should know how poor people feel. You do not know how poor people feel by delaying your breakfast with your fridge full of food for the next one year, right? Being poor is an issue of being completely without security. It's nothing to do with hunger. Uh, we fast not because I want to lose weight. We fast not because my sugar level is too much or, or too less. No, we fast because this is the order of Allah. Now, the, the message is, in Ramadan, if I am stopping myself from doing what is normally permitted, how about stopping myself from doing what is not permitted the whole of my life? Second part, fasting is not about, not only about stopping something from going into the mouth. It is also about stopping things from coming out of the mouth. For example, lying, for example, cheating, for example, deceiving people, for example, backbiting, for example, slandering, for example, hate speech. All of this stuff is prohibited, not only in the, obviously in the fast, but the message there is that this is something I must get out of my life. So purifying the heart from envy and greed and hatred and from all kinds of discrimination, all kinds of arrogance, Number one sin is arrogance. What we are taught in the Quran is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam, uh, the first uh, prophet, in, 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 as we say, the first prophet was Adam. Uh, when he created Adam alayhi salam, peace be upon him, he ordered the angels to bow to him, to prostrate to him. The angels did that. At that time, among the angels was Satan, was Iblis. He's not an angel, he's a jinn, but he was there with them. Because he was very pious. He was a very, very learned scholar and he was very pious. So he was given the status of being with the angels. He refused. He refused. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of course, he knows. When we say God asked, he's not asking because he didn't know. He's asking to establish the argument in favor or against. So he's asking him, now the answer you give him is, now you can't say, well, I... I, I was mistaken, but this, this is how you answered. So he asked him, why didn't you prostrate to him? He said, Ana minhu. Min nar wa min teen. He said, I am better than him. You created me from fire and you created him from clay. What's he saying? He said, I, he's saying, I am superior as a race from them, from him. The first sin committed 
was racism and the and and the punishment for that racism was eternal hellfire right so today when we do racism in any farm in the in the in these countries in the west uh, i i always say west is no longer a direction west is a is a state of mind uh, but i'm saying usually uh, what what we call within quotes white man's country uh, racism is white people think they are superior to black people but i've i've traveled a lot in africa i've lived a lot, lot in africa go to south africa i have had a zulu man saying to one of my shangan friends i am zulu you are cattle both are black i come from india where we are all we don't go to the bahamas because we already tanned <laughs> we are born like that right there is racism like you can't believe the issue is not whether you are white or you are black or you are you know pink with blue stripes the thing is do you consider yourself to be superior to another human being based on your birth or based on the color of your skin or based on the color of your hair and so on and so forth if you do that then this in islam is the primary crime Islam is not just non-racist Islam is anti-racist it is the job of the muslim to fight racism what's the difference between non-racist and anti-racist a non-racist can afford to sit silently and do nothing he is not being racist but he is not doing anything either an anti-racist stands up and fights against racism he's not he's, he will he or she will not remain silent he will say no this is not going to happen while i am alive and i i can speak i will do what i need to do to stop racism from happening this is the primary number one sin is to is arrogance is to consider yourself to be superior to somebody else on whatever basis we even say including for example piety allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the quran inna akramakum inda allahi atqakum allah says that the the most uh, honored among you in the sight of god is the one who is the most pious now piety is a state of mind it's a state of the heart nobody can say i can't look at you and say well, you know you look pious no doubt but <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to cast aspersions on you maybe you are <laughs> when just looking at somebody you don't know anything right in the heart and this is the whole concept of islam which is be true to yourself be true to god because he knows what the reality is and as far as people are concerned consider everybody else to be superior to you because you don't know what they are on the face of it they may look like nothing but internally their position is with god and he knows what their position is so be consider people to so be humble not not out you're not doing an act be humble because that is who you are and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said then allah will raise you our prophet muhammad peace be upon him he said about jesus he said isa alayhi salam he said the, his his name in arabic is isa he said isa was the humblest of people he said he, the earth was his bed and the sky was his was his roof he had no money he had no house he had no property he had no wealth but god raised his rank such that he said there are only two people who have who are completely sinless who satan never touched and that is isa and his mother maryam right 
so they asked him they said they said to him oh prophet muhammad and this is one of the signs that we have of the truthfulness of the person they asked him they said you said satan never touched only these two people they said what about you did satan touch you he said satan allah protected me otherwise satan would have touched right so he's not saying i'm superior to jesus no the point here is that it doesn't matter what somebody looks like the people around jesus at the time he was there they didn't think very highly of him we 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 heard the sermon just now right there were people who 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 uh, thought he was all kinds of, of negative stuff but we know we as muslims love jesus i i don't want to say more than you guys but i'm just saying that <laughs> I don't want to sit in a cathedral and say that. Outside, I would. <laughs> Quite seriously, we love Jesus more than anybody else. Believe me, make no mistake. We love Isa alayhi salam more than anybody else. We love his mother Maryam alayhi salam, Mary more than anybody else. Because frankly, between you and me, who do you know in this world, women, who walk around looking like Mary? Are there, there are much of them there? right isn't it so seriously this is as far as we are concerned we all believe in one god you heard the summer as well not only mine you heard you heard uh, reverend top summer as well we all believe in one god which is our creator right and i think that's what we need to keep and think about and fasting is what brings us all the way back again what we did 11 months of the year 12th month of the year the meaning the ninth we are here and we are focused to one thing only which is to please god